for 12 years in a row. Ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. And we're privileged and happy to have you. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. Hour number two of our weekly radio broadcast. This is our On the House segment. We spend the entire hour on your home castle or cabin. One specific element, if you follow along in our home maintenance calendar, a free publication that we do annually for you, the Arizona homeowner, you will see the topic of this month is windows and doors. And we've got a beautiful display of Pella's products on this home that uh, we've got Adam Homer in. You're kind of the... <clears throat> you, you, you've had so many, you've been with them so long, your titles changed so much. <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs> seemingly every time I come in here, it's a little something different. But no, same as last time. Uh, so I guess I was here in October. But yeah, I'm the marketing and business development manager for the Mountain West branch, um, which expands. So we're all of Arizona, all of Utah, southern Idaho, and Jackson, Wyoming. I'm going to assume the majority of the people listening to this broadcast already know the Pella Window brand name, but they probably don't know the story. And I want to start there back, you know, let's reel back the clock a hundred and... Not quite a hundred years ago, 96 years ago. 96 years. Yeah, so um, founded in Des Moines, Iowa in 1925, a guy by the name of Pete Kuyper uh, and his wife. They um, He was a businessman, entrepreneur, and saw an ad in the paper for a uh, it was called the Roll Screen Company that was for sale. It was a um, an accessory product to put on your existing windows. That um, it was a, a disappearing screen that just went up into the the top of the valance, and you pulled it down when you needed it, and up when when you didn't. It mainly went on uh, casement windows and things like that. Pretty high tech in 1925. It really was. It you know has this you know spring balance on on both sides, and it was. Um, you know, there was no fiberglass mesh, I don't believe anyways, back then, but they use, it's like a steel screen mesh. Um, and I've seen a couple of them in, in older historic homes and it's, um, uh, you'll know it when you see it, it's, it's pretty crazy. And of course they've got some at the history museum back at the factory, but, um, yeah, so he bought this business and, um, uh, you know, grew it into, you know, a pretty viable, uh, business model and, and decided that he wanted to move out of Des Moines for one reason or another. I don't know if it was labor force or, uh, you know, cheaper taxes or whatever, but he moved it uh, about 45 minutes uh, east to town of Pella, Iowa. And um, and again, it was still the roll screen companies, didn't make windows, just this accessory. Um, and then uh, the, the war rolls around in the 40s and, um, you know, housing, uh, the, you know, there's a housing boom afterwards and they see a need for, you know, they're using these accessories on, on all sorts of windows. Um, and they thought, well, maybe we should try, you know, throwing our hat in the ring and making our own. And so they started making windows, I think it was 1941. Um, and, um, and that's kind of where it took off. They started with the casement window and then they brought on double hung windows and they started making patio doors and it was still called the roll screen company. And they just happened to be in Pella, Iowa. Um, and so as, as things grew and, you know, they introduced the blinds between the glass in the 1960s, which is kind of funny because even, you know, we've got the home show going on this weekend and people come in the booth or in the home, uh, showroom all the time and they'll say, oh, is that something new? <laughs> well, uh, 1960, that sounds it new to you. It depends on your time of frame of new. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, they've, they've, you know, they've grown their, their product offering and, um, in the nineties, they changed to, um, Pella Corporation. Uh, it just made sense from a market 
marketing standpoint, everybody knew that they were from Pella and, and roll screen was kind of confusing because that became a real, uh, just a small product offering for them because windows and doors was now what we did. Um, and, uh, I started with them in 2000. So, uh, just about 21 years ago. Um, and I, you know, there has been so many changes in, in products, um, and, and, and new product lines. I've, I've seen them bring in vinyl windows and doors. I've seen the invention of the impervia window, which I'm sure we'll talk about the fiberglass product, um, entry doors. I mean, there's just, it just keeps growing and changing and, and developing into, you know, what we've become today. And before we get into all the different elements and, and product lines, back to Pella, Iowa and, and Pete Kuiper, we had the privilege of touring the manufacturing plant in uh, 2014, and it's 40 acres under roof. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it took all day and we still didn't see everything. Yeah. Um, but, you know, starting on the, if I'm, my memory's correct, kind of the southeast side, lumber's getting trucked in daily. Then mm-hmm. it's got this huge warehouse for lumber. And then you're taking the lumber and you're sizing it for the windows. Well, and the cool thing about the the, the lumber area where they're because um, they're they're seasoning it, they're making it sure it's got certain humidity and whatever before they use it. But the the guy, and I'm sure he told you too, because this is usually part of his stick, is he'll say, you know, well this the lumber that you're looking at here, and it's a massive amount of of lumber. I mean, you could build I don't know how many dozens of houses or hundreds of houses with it. Um, but he's like, yeah, this will last us until Thursday this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then it's all gone. <laughs> and you think. How could that possibly be? But as you continue on, you see all the different milling processes for the different types of windows. Um, you know, there's uh, the first cut is your grain finish. So your your exterior finish to the homeowner, you see wood. Mm-hmm. Well, there's some that are paint finish, and that's a combination of the excess of the grain that, you know, it's not long enough to make a complete window sash. So it's glued together and repurposed and, mm-hmm. you know, the the... The the what I'm trying to say, you know, there's not a lot of wood waste in no, that. You know, you go to a lot of job sites and you can tell how experienced the crew is <laughs> based on how full of lumber the the, the dumpster is. And, right. You know, y'all don't have a big dumpster there. <laughs> no, I I'm, I think uh, um, that they utilize 99 percent of all the lumber that comes through there. Um, and the only thing that is, you know, there's very minimal waste. And if, and I'm sure again, they told you on this tour, um, the, uh, the ventilation system that you'll see, well, it's, it's really an extrication system that goes all through the, the whole, uh, the whole factory and it takes all the sawdust. And instead of it going to someplace on our property, it actually shoots across the street, um, to this other company and we sell them the sawdust by the pound and they make pet bedding. So whether it's for, you know, um, cattle or horses or dogs, cats, whatever, they use this for, for, uh, for bedding and then they sell it somewhere else. And they've been doing that for a long time before recycling or any of that was, um, was, uh, you know, kind of in vogue, I guess. And, uh, it was just a part of their culture and what they did. And a lot of the windows I'm sure are standard. There's plenty of standard sizes, but there's a lot of custom sizes. Mm -hmm. And it was really impressive to see, uh, you know, all this lumber, how to track this specific order for Romy's house way out in Arizona, you know, a couple thousand miles away, mm-hmm. and how it all gets processed together on various different sizes and, and packaged. And, you know, there's a lot of automated uh, machinery in there, but there's still a ton of labor force. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I can't remember how many manufacturer... Uh, like people are on yeah, the floor? How, yeah, but they're... 
There's, uh, I know that at Pella corporate headquarters, including manufacturing, there's like 6,000 people, I believe. I don't know how many break down to the, you know, the, the actual plant workers versus the, the office folks, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a big outfit. So we're talking American made product by American working force. Absolutely. Very cool to, to see that all come around. And on top of all that, you know, it's still in our opinion, the, the best window uh, that, that's available on the market, I mean, uh, and it has been for years. It's it's just been the standard. Well, I appreciate that, and I tend to agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> no bias here, just no, facts. That's right, just facts. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't the best, we wouldn't be working here. That's right. Yeah, um, but no, and it's 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 really cool. You guys were able to to go back there and, and see it firsthand, and it's it's uh, you know it's kind of like the uh, those shows on Discovery or History Channel, uh, you know uh, where it's made or how it's made or how whatever it's it is, made. how mm-hmm. it's made. Yeah, um, it's it's so cool to see it in person um, and just see it all come together. It's, and the town itself is very charming. I understand. Uh, we went in the spring, so it was kind of the ideal time. There's a a period of time it's all white, mm-hmm. and uh, you know for a desert rat, not exactly the the type of climate we. Uh, are used to but we were there after the snow melt and all the yeah. tulips were oh uh, yeah tulip time were were coming up mm-hmm. big tulip festival every year in pella and we were talking off the air just how unique the town of pella is because you have the pella window and door company there mm-hmm. but you also have vermeer and you know if you don't know what vermeer is just look at any uh big truck that's hoeing a wood chipper behind it that's working on the streets and they're cutting branches and they're shooting them right into the trimmer 90 percent of those you see are vermeer yeah and they're made in pella too so you've got two billion dollar companies in this small iowa town of less than ten thousand. yeah it's it's really crazy i i didn't know much about vermeer um before i started working for pella but yeah they're they're both multi-billion dollar international companies in this little tiny town in iowa that looks like a you know you've seen it, it looks like a little storybook town it does um it's it's beautifully Got the clean old and, grain mill right in downtown yeah largest working windmill in north america they still pump out the the um windmill bread that you can buy um, but yeah, they make the Vermeer does, I mean, they do a lot of agricultural stuff, but chipper shredders, horizontal drilling machines, I mean, all sorts of, uh, pretty amazing products. And, and they're, all, I think Pella and, and Vermeer are always, uh, swapping labor back and <laughs> forth to see who can get, you know, the best in most people, uh, in that small town. There so, might even be seasonal variances as, as well in that. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Yeah. Yeah. How did Pella, Iowa get its name? I'm curious. You have any idea? Well, it's a it's a Dutch town. Um, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Oh, that. Okay. I don't know that answer. But uh, everybody thinks that Pella was that's just the name of the window company. But it's actually the town. Town was there first. And they did tell us on that tour. The tour guide y'all set us up with not only did the Pella manufacturing plant, but they took us around the town as well. Mm-hmm. And they told us, but I can't remember the the interesting fact I remember, and what they're very proud of is of. In that town, they have two bars, but 32 churches. (laughs) (laughs) I've been to both the bars, but not any of the churches. (laughs) So they they were very proud of of that fact, of of how that community had established itself as... as, as, you know what you would cons- what you would assume from you know the the quote Bible Belt area oh, of, yeah. of America. So. Yeah, it's, but we'll have to look that up. I think it's somebody's name, Pella, like one of the yeah, Dutch founders. Be. I think. But if you have a window question, doesn't have to be Pella related. It could be any window question related. Uh, it's one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. 
the auto attendant is gone, so you don't need to worry about that anymore. Uh, you call that number. It rings right through the studio. Carol's ready to take your call. You can text questions to 411-923, or you can email us, info at rosyonthehouse.com. We're here with Adam Homer of Pillow, Window and Door. Look out! Well, I think we're going to need a biblical scholar to help help us answer the Pella name origin because we both found multiple results. Uh, one reference is it's, Pella stands for City of Refuge. Another one talks about uh, something during the Christian Jerusalem War of 70 <laughs> AD. Um, there's a Pella... Italy, there's a Pella, Iowa, so we're, yeah, we're going to need a girl's to, name, I guess. Yeah, a, a yeah, girl's also. name, uh, named Marvel after a of cat. God, yeah, <laughs> meaning Marvel Something of God. Like yeah. <laughs> so the exact reference, you know, we'll we'll get a biblical scholar next time you're on. We'll have that good answer. But I want to mention one more thing about Pete Kuiper. It's interesting. You can, you know, obviously I never got to meet him in person. He uh, bought the business in 19. 19- 25 and mm-hmm. um, had long passed before we had the ability to go to the tour, but they still had his office preserved mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, the way it was the last time he left it. Yeah. And it was really interesting to sit there and, and look through all of his different, uh, you know, his, his workspace arrangement. Small area, not, not, not a big office. No, it's... Um, you know, you, you couldn't have more than three or four standing in there. Mm-mm before you started getting crowded, so we had to take turns going through it. But uh, looking at his book collection uh, and what he reads and what, uh, you know, he dedicates his mind to mm-hmm. outside of business, you know, you really got to learn a lot about who Pete Kuiper was. And uh, aside from that, he even had a, a smaller loft that he would go to and meditate in, which was a little, little tiny hot room. It was very warm that day we went. Yeah, on air conditioned space in the attic. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. I think back then nobody, not very many people knew about it. So he would just, he would, uh, you know, go away from his office and disappear, and that's where he would usually be. Um, pretty wild. But it, the thing that's most striking to me when you see that, you know, his old office, um, you know, we're, we all use computers and cell phones and all this technology now. And sitting at his desk is, I think there's a calendar and like a notebook and a telephone. And I'm sitting there looking at it going, how do you get anything done? <laughs> and I think there's a typewriter off to the side too, but it's, it's, uh, it's wild to think that's what they did back then. And a telephone that you would put somebody uh, in there today that was born after 1990 and probably wouldn't even know yeah, what rot- to do with it. It's a rotary it. <laughs> dial, yeah. yeah. It's, M- uh, much less have a phone number memorized that they could call you, yeah. that they could dial. But for you know, for his, I mean, there's a lot of, of Pete's legacy that's all over the business, but um, his daughter, uh, she, she recently just passed away, but she was kind of the matriarch of, of the business uh, from most of the, the 20 years that I was there. Um, and she had her own office that was still, again, kind of, you know, um, very period correct and, and, and old fashioned um, in style and, and all that. But, um, but now her, um, her grandson, well, it's the great, great grandson of Pete Kuyper. He is now the chairman of the board. Um, and his dad, Charlie Farver was the, um, uh, was the chairman before him. So it's still a family owned business. It's still ran by the family. It's professionally managed uh, by a board of directors, but he is, he's in charge, the great, great grandson. And statistically, by the time a company hits the third generation of over 
of ownership, their success rate is in the one percentile or, or a single digit. It's under ten percent. Mm, so that. to be able to continue on and be stronger than it was, you know, in the forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, you know, mm-hmm. through its entire history, mm-hmm. you know, it it's only getting better. And we're going to talk about that now. It's the the products and what today's windows uh, and doors, what the standard should be when you're looking. Yeah. Um, you know, Pella, as I've said in the past, it's, um, it's, it's known for its innovation. I mean, it's known for quality. It's known for a lot of different things. But the one thing that, it, that uh, I think if you had to uh, you know, put your finger on it, it's innovation. Um, you look at uh, the landscape of the window and door business, and um, most everybody, every now and again, some of our competitors will come out with something new, you know, but it's, it's usually like a new color or a, a new type of hardware, something that's, I mean, we're, we're coming out with that stuff all the time, um, but really revolutionary type products that's what Pella does and you know it started back with the roll screen which is still there's I don't even know if there's any other companies that have a hiding screen um, that disappears and we still have that um, they just introduced uh, the uh, the roll screen that um, uh, it's self-storing and it and it disappears in the double hung and it's I don't know if you've even seen it yet Romy but it, um, it it disappears and well so in double hung window you pull the sash down right when you pull the sash down the screen actually comes down with it mm. and when you pull the sash up from the bottom the screen comes up with it it's it's pretty it, you, when you show it to a customer for the first time they're just shaking their head going well where'd that come from so um so when the glass is down you're not looking through the yeah, screen you if you don't want to exactly you don't see a screen at all until you go to open the window for some fresh air and the screen just rises up with it it's all spooled up in the bottom of the window and up at the top so um yeah so with that that's a relatively new product um the the one that uh, that is most recent that uh, the the International Builder Show is one of the biggest um, building conventions every year and of course because of COVID this year it was all virtual um, but uh, but Pella still entered one of their new products into uh, you know into the mix and we ended up winning the the most innovative. Uh, product of the year at the International Builder Show this year, um, and it's for our, our Easy Slide operator, um, and that's through the the uh, our Impervia product line. That's the fiberglass window that uh, that Rosie's so fond of, and um, it's it, so on our casement windows. Instead of having a typical crank handle, and these uh, are windows that open horizontally, they go out. Yeah, casement window. They swing that you, out. Yep, they swing out. Um, you know, very typical Midwestern style window. You do see, you know, a lot of them out here in Arizona too. But, um, but yeah, you, you open the latch and then you grab the little. Uh, there's just a, like a little handle on the side, and you pull it up and down, and it's a belt-driven uh, operator that's just slick as can be. So, um, and yeah. you can see that we put it on our article that we publish on Tuesdays. It's on the front page of our website in the blog segment called Encasement. You are wondering. And there's a video right there, plenty of images too, but the video, you can see this operation and just how smooth it is. Yeah. Halfway through our weekly radio broadcast on this beautiful Arizona Saturday morning, physical home shows are back. And if you were just so thinking, I might need a backup power generator, maybe you're in a rural area, maybe you have some certain medical equipment that you could never afford for it to be down, uh, or maybe you're like me, you uh, you know grow and harvest a lot of your own meat and you couldn't afford for your freezers to go down, you can go out to the home show at Cardinal Stadium today 
and check out Fox Valley Electric, a Rosie on the House certified partner that's also the local installer for Kohler backup power generators. And somebody that stops by the booth this weekend and, and enters, they will draw one winner for an 8-kilowatt uh, backup generator free for the install and the unit itself. Wow. If you are in a serious buying mode for that today, you can save up to, or this weekend, it's open today, tomorrow, from 10 to 5. There's a coupon at MaricopaCountyHomeShows.com that'll save you 2 bucks be- uh, if you enter between 1 and 5 p.m. Um, but you can save up to $1,000 with a deposit this weekend if you are a serious uh, buyer for a backup home generator. There's hunt- many different sizes, many different implements. Stop by, talk to Randy Cole. Uh, he's the owner. Let him know you're interested. Uh, let him know what you're looking for. Are you looking for just a few appliances to run? Maybe you're just looking to keep the water heater and the refrigerator going. Maybe you want to keep the whole house running. And for how long? Well, they can talk you through all those details. That's at the Maricopa County Home Show. And remember, one person uh, is going to win that 8-kilowatt generator. And you're out there. Uh, Adam Homer of Palo yeah. Window, you're heading there after this. Yeah, yeah, right. As soon as we're done, I'll be uh, be headed right over. I was there yesterday. Um, How was the crowd? You know, yeah, it was really busy yesterday. Surprise, you know, and there's there's a lot going on. That's a big, uh, you know, there's a lot of acres out there. Mm-hmm. So they have the the COVID vaccine station kind of up front towards the the freeway. They've got the RV show going on outside in the parking lot, and then they got the home show going on inside the stadium. So there's there's a lot happening out there. But um, yeah, it was really busy. Uh, there's five home shows each year, and because of COVID last year, we had January, March. In October, and that was it. The other two were canceled, July and May. So this and and, and this last January was canceled as well. Um, and this is the first one for for 2021, and uh, we're all happy to be back. Um, I think uh, you know the the vendors are happy, the the customers are excited. Um, they're of course it's all safe and and uh, the protocols are all in place. So yeah, come out and see us. We got all sorts of offers and and products to show you. Now, out of curiosity, you know. When you come out with a new product, it takes time to hit the display mm-hmm. at, at a home show booth. Do y'all have any of these easy slides on site or just a video of what they are? Because yeah, right. you, have well, to have a, you have to produce an excess <laughs> for the... Right, for all the samples and right. all that. Yeah, so no, what the, the rollout plan uh, started uh, about a month and a half ago, I believe, and um, all of our showrooms now have samples, um, which we'll talk about the, the locations and such in just a little bit. But um, yeah, our showrooms have it. Not We don't have it at the home show yet, um, but uh, that'll probably be one of the, the switch outs we do um, in the in the coming events. So, And this easy slide operator, is that available on all the window lines you have, or just specific? Well, right now it's it's only on Impervia, um, and uh, they're, they're actually going through a, a full redesign in the whole Impervia product offering. They're they're changing the profiles, making it better, and and having some some other um, uh, you know features and benefits benefits and aesthetics to it. But um, I know the plan is eventually to bring it into the woodclad product line. Um, I don't know if they're going to do it on vinyl, but yeah, it's. I, I, th- I think in the next several years, you're probably going to see our typical crank system go away. And when we're talking impervia, that's the fiberglass-based window frame. Correct. That's, that's what the the strength of the window is, is, mm-hmm. is your 
Yeah, it's a full fiberglass frame. Um, you know, very rigid, impact resistant. Uh, it doesn't expand and contract. Well, I mean, it does, but of like you know a, a hundredth of an inch or something. Uh, even when it's 120 outside, and it has a powder coat finish. I mean, it's a it's the perfect window for the Southwest. It's awesome. We've been challenged. Is it all that much tougher than vinyl? I said, well, you don't see them making boats out of vinyl, but they make <laughs> boats out of fiberglass. <laughs> yeah, that's right, and bridges and well, and you. I was talking to you about the videos that they've recently put on uh, that they're that they're pushing in Pervia, and they there's one on there that you can go to Pella's YouTube channel, and uh, they show there's four lineal pieces. I think they're probably three or four feet long, uh, just these fiberglass sticks, if you will, and they have it hooked up to two different forklifts, and they lift up. Uh, Ford F-250, um, uh, like 10 feet off, you know, or whatever it is, 8 feet off. No, it's really pretty cool, and it's just wow. being held up by fiberglass <laughs> sticks. So, uh, yeah, it's just to show how, you know, how strong and, and res uh, resilient our product is. And one of our partners uh, here in, in Arizona, they just got a patent for fiberglass rebar to replace oh. steel so you don't have that iodized rust inside after 50 years. This fiberglass, you know, shouldn't in theory last, you know, Possibly a thousand years. So yeah, fiberglass. That's interesting. I hadn't heard that. Has, it's really changing the building industry. Yeah, it is, and it's you know a lot of people will they, they kind of question well how come that this competitor that competitor they don't offer fiberglass well what what the engineers and and marketing folks back at Pella have have told all of us is that it's a it's a very expensive product to get into to buy the manufacturing equipment to um, and and that's one of the plants you haven't seen it's in Murray Kentucky which is just right outside of Nashville uh, I had the chance to see it I think. It was probably 2006 or something, but um, it, it's it's not like any other plant that we have. There's a uh, there's a very distinct chemical smell because of all the the resins and, and things that they use to build it. But they also have these their their um, textile machines, like you you see for probably making clothing or you know something like that. But yeah, they're they're weaving this fiberglass strands together, these huge bobbins that are you know probably weigh hundreds of pounds each that feed into this uh, this system that's makes the the fiberglass mat that then uh, you know ends up turning into the the window itself so it's really it's quite amazing how they do it so long story short there's just not a lot of companies that that have the capital and the um you know the ability to be able to pull this off and and we do or the vision you know yeah. a lot of guys hey this is what we've been doing forever and we're going to keep doing it um you know y'all are always like you said you're you're known for your innovation and that impervia fiberglass is one of those uh, products that you have to show for and now it's got the easy slide uh, functionality to it mm -hmm. what are your color options with that are they can you paint over the fiberglass and custom color it or are there certain mats that come finished from the manufacturer plant yeah there's and, murray kentucky yeah murray kentucky um yeah, it's it's, a, it's an old Mattel plant, a toy plant, I guess. Uh, it's a little factoid for you, but um, yeah, they uh, uh, you've got white, tan, and brown as the three standards. Uh, they've since introduced black, and um, it's called Morning Sky Gray, which is just a really light gray color. Um, and you can get them in, in two tones. So if you want black on the outside, white on the inside, we can do that as well. Um, but yeah, once you know. We, can you paint it? Yeah, sure. I mean, you could paint anything, right? But is it going to last? I don't know. We can't guarantee that. And, and it's, you know, it's not like it's going to void any sort of warranty on the glass or anything, but you're not going to have any sort of finish warranty on it if you paint it yourself. Um, I've, and I've said in the past, I have impervia in my own house, the tan variety since uh, 2007. I have south facing, west facing. I mean, they face all directions and they still look like they're brand new. There's not 
a thing wrong with them. So, um, yeah, if you're, if you're looking for a replacement windows, certainly have us uh, um, give you a, a, an estimate for our Impervia. And that's the Impervia line made out of fiberglass. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> we're not huge vinyl fans, but that's for the desert. There's still plenty of applications where the intense UV rays aren't so extreme or even north side of of a desert home that doesn't get direct exposure. Still a great option there. That's the Encompass line. And mm-hmm. y'all are the only ones that have steel backup on the inside of it mm-hmm. for additional backup structural support. But the Cream de la Cream, the, the Pro Series that has uh, – there's different – and, and I know it's changed. There used to be the pro architectural and designer. <laughs> right, yeah. It's it's now just the designer? No, they. so yeah, this is probably two years ago. They kind of restructured our wood clad offering, which is what Pella has built their reputation on, right? The higher end wood clad, um, you know, pre-finished on the inside and, and all the bells and whistles, blinds between the glass and, and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, so what we have now is the lifestyle series, which is what you're referring to as the, as the pro line. Um, they basically took ProLine and Designer and they made it into one. Okay, so the, those two product lines are now called Lifestyle Series. Um, really, the, the we have the same sort of options available that we did 10 years ago. Um, they've just made it a little bit better and they've streamlined it. And I think they've really made it easier for the consumer to understand like what it is. Um, there's all sorts of different um, uh, packages you can buy. So if you want the the sound package, let's say you live near a busy street, we, we can do sound glass in it. Or there's certain areas underneath uh, flyways like Luke Air Force Base. I know one, so I'm right. sure uh, Sky Harbor, Falcon Field, I'm sure they all have them, but if you're in a flight pattern of jets, your home has to meet certain sound barriers. Right, exactly. And and the the lifestyle series will certainly do that. You can get it, you know, triple pane glass uh, with the the you know the varying thicknesses of panes to to help cut that down, laminated glass if you want. Um, and of course they have the um, the sun defense package to keep the heat out. Or if you live in a cold climate, they have a cold weather package. Um, so there's just a lot of really neat things that they've done with this. Um, and again I think it just makes it easier for the consumer to understand what it is. Um, so then once you move up from that you go into the Pella Reserve line. So they've actually gotten or they're getting away from uh, the architect series you know brand or, or sub brand and it's now called Pella Reserve within Pella Reserve so think of you know high-end reserve you know the, a reserve brand just means it's, it's the top right so we have um, the Pella Reserve traditional which is the um, you know like historic homes or um, you know craftsman style where you have grids and and uh, you know just it, it looks like an old old-fashioned style window that's the traditional and we also have the Pella Reserve uh, Contemporary. So large openings, large pieces of glass, very minimal, um, you know, frame thickness and sash thickness, uh, just to give you the, the most amount of view and, the, and the, the, the most sleek look to your house. And to visual, visualize these windows, the exterior, if you're standing outside looking, you see metal. Right, yeah. You see aluminum on the outside. So you've got a very hardy material. Mm-hmm. Facing the elements. Right. You go to the inside and you see nice stained wood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice stained or painted wood. And, you know, the, the outside is, the, the metal is, they just call it cladding. Um, cladding doesn't have to be metal. You know, some of our competitors have uh, vinyl cladding, which I don't recommend. <laughs> Um, and, you know, and there's, there are also, there is fiberglass cladding. We don't do that, but some do. Um, but yeah, it's just to protect it. Um, uh, and then on the inside, of course, is the, is the beauty of the natural wood. Um, and it really, that's, that's, you know, you're using that product to really make a statement. It, uh, it looks like a, a high end piece of furniture when it's all done and inside your house, whether it's painted or stained, it's, it, uh, it adds, um, it adds a lot to a home.
And so there's the lifestyles and the reserve series now that are available from and with the, um, the that option. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. And when we get back, we'll talk about where you can go see these, touch, feel, uh, go through the different options, see the different color schemes, slider, vertical, horizontal, casement, all the different options that are available for your home, castle, or cabin. On a beautiful Arizona Saturday morning, talking windows and doors with Pella's uh, local marketing and, and business developer, Adam Homer. And you guys cover, you know, pretty much border to border on the west side of uh, of the coast. Yeah, we yeah we do. We um, we're the. Uh, geographically speaking, we're the largest Pella branch in the country, um, and we're quickly becoming one of the largest in volume as well. So, yeah. Well, you're in all the markets that are growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are, and that uh, I mean, uh, uh, it's uh, I mean, knock on wood, but we we had uh, just one of our best years ever just in in 2020. Um, I think with uh, with people hunkering down and doing more remodeling, um, the the custom home business uh, still did really well. I mean, just overall, we had a, we had a great year. Very fortunate. And you've got some new showrooms now, which is really funny because it seems like you just finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It, it seemed like we just had our grand opening in Scottsdale, which was back in 2010, if you can believe that. So, um, yeah. So back in, uh, 2010, that was a brand new location for us. Uh, it was, a it's about a 3,500 square foot space, which is large, you know, uh, about a thousand square foot bigger than most of our other showrooms. Um, and, and we were very proud of it. It's still beautiful. It's still, you know, great today, but, uh, but it's time for an upgrade and, and an update. And, uh, Pella nationally rolled out a, uh, they call it the experience center, uh, project. And, um, uh, and so across the country, all the Pella showrooms are being changed out to this new model. Uh, and Scottsdale is up next for us. We just completed our, our Gilbert, um, facility and showroom that just finished in October. Uh, and it's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, and then Scottsdale, we, we just submitted the permits to the city of Scottsdale and, uh, and construction hopefully will, will be able to start here in the next month. And then next year, you'll be updating the one in Oracle, just north of Tucson? Yep. Yeah, Tucson will be the last out of our eight showrooms to uh, to be completed. Now, what are the rules right now for visiting a showroom? Are you taking walk-ins? Well, yeah, that's a great question. So, uh, I mean, it's for for anybody in the in the retail business or customer facing business in the past year. It's it's been a bit of, bit of a yo yo. Um, you know, uh, we we were to the point where we closed completely. You know, and, and had uh, you weren't able to come in and visit at all. Uh, and we are now open by appointment only. So if you if you do want to come in, you certainly want to call in advance um, and schedule a time to come in to meet with one of our showroom specialists or with your your sales representative maybe that you're already working with. Um, and and if, you know we've got limits that we can have a maximum of ten people in each of our um, in each of our uh, showrooms right now. Um, but it's you know like I, I tell people it's it's not like a Starbucks. There's not you know dozens of people in there at one time throughout the day. It's you know it's a destination shop and um, you know it's a, it's a customer here, it's a customer there, builder group architect, whatever. So yeah, it's, it's very safe. We're following all those protocols and um, we'd love to have you come in and see us. And I know they lifted the ban on uh, restaurants yesterday. Like right. they, they, they no longer have a, a volume restriction. You know, you can, 
you could put as many butts as and as many tables and chairs as you have now. Right. Uh, so I don't know if that applied to re- I know it applied to other industries, but yeah. I didn't read the. Full uh, you know, report. they they, did, they never put any restrictions on us on you know as to how many people we could have or if we could stay open or whatever. This was just all our our own um, you know company policies that we put into place just to be safe and protect our employees and our customers. And the showroom design, if I'm not mistaken, the last time you were on was based on uh, gentlemen or design from the Apple store. Is that, did I? Oh. oh. <laughs> do, do you not hear Gary? Do, you don't, don't hear me? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's unusual. <laughs> That's never happened. But anyway, uh, Romy, can you? Uh... <laughs> the showroom design, was it based off of another concept? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. So, um uh, Pella corporately worked with uh, the one of the, the same designers that created the Apple Store. Okay. So, uh, mm-hmm. for those of you who've been in the Apple Store, very contemporary, very clean, um, you know, very modern looking. And uh, so, yeah, they kind of pulled a page out of that book. And and um, uh, when you they they designed the showrooms too to be uh, kind of multi-purpose. So not only can you come in and see about twice as many windows and doors as you've been able to see in the past. Um, it, it actually, because everything is housed in these these big rollout panels, they all push up against one side of the showroom, and then it leaves this big kind of open area uh, to have classroom settings. So, um, again, when, when there's no pandemic, uh, we will be able to uh, have, uh, like, builder meetings, architect meetings, you know, Rosie on the House, Roth Mixers, um, uh, homeowners Association meetings. And, and that's really the whole idea of, of these spaces is to to use them in that capacity. And your Gilbert location's complete, and that mm-hmm. is location-wise? Oh, yeah. it's on, We're on uh, Elliott and McQueen in Gilbert. Um, you can't miss us. Uh, you know, uh, big signs on both sides of the building. Um, and, uh, yeah, we've got all of our product in there to show, including our, our new multi-slides and, and bifolding products, which are, are you know, so popular today in, in uh, new home construction. And you can talk to Adam today if you get out to the home show at the Cardinal Stadium. You're heading there after this yeah. uh, broadcast. Be there That's till right. 5 o'clock tonight. Yep, I'll probably be there about 11 o'clock and uh, through the end of the show. And it's open again tomorrow, 10 to 5. Mm-hmm. You go see some of these great, uh, great Pella American-made products that we're talking about. If you've got window or doors uh, that you need upgrades, if you constantly see a layer of dust on your window sash, mm-hmm. uh, if you've got that what we call a vinyl smile where the material itself is being warped by the sun and you're, you've got delamination happening uh, or just, you know, builder-grade windows and you're ready for an upgrade, mm-hmm. uh, more sound insulation, more energy efficient. You know, it's, this is a great option. You can go out there and see if any of these product lines uh, solve what you are looking for in your home castle or cabin. And you know, you've got a, a budget and a product line that match just about every homeowner. And you know, y'all hardly do any. Uh, you know, the way that things are going, finance is a big part of your window and door package. Yeah, finances, uh, financing has become more and more popular over the years, not just with windows, but with with everything in the building industry. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we work with uh, with Wells Fargo and uh, another company called Green Sky. Uh, lots of different packages. You know, there's there's 48 month uh, no interest financing right now. Um, uh, we will you know sometimes we'll offer two year no interest financing. Just a, a variety of different things. So make sure that you ask. The, the folks in the showroom or your, your sales representative about what type of financing uh, options we have now. And the last thing I'll say too is, um, you know, make sure, I'm, I'm sure everybody knows, uh, you go to uh, PellaScottsdale.com, um, Pella Instagram at Pella Mountain West, and you can always search us on Google.